0: I think if you're just apologizing to get to stop the conversation, because oh my god, I don't want to hear it again. Yes, fine, I'm sorry, and then you go off. Like the dust is settling. You are not wiping that slate clean.
1: Uh, I am your co-host Tom Billu, and I'm here with my beloved wife Lisa Billu.
0: What's up? Hello. So,
1: welcome to the show, everybody.
0: Let's just start with Daniel Breeze. Daniel
1: Breeze. We have dodged some of his questions. Just throwing that out there. Daniel Breeze, don't think I wasn't paying attention yesterday when we were going back and forth. And the DM, my man.
0: All right. All right. Well, Daniel Breeze. There it is. Um, Hi, guys. My girlfriend and I have been arguing because I've been studying for a major exam and not giving her my attention. Normally, after a fight, I can switch back quickly, but this time I couldn't. I felt like I needed an apology um, for me to feel like it was resolved. I felt quite petty, but I couldn't understand why I wanted that. Do you have any advice for this?
1: Yes. Yes. So the amazing thing is the the way that you framed that question is so disarming. I've got to imagine it will be equally disarming for his significant other. Like saying, I'm being petty. I don't even know why I need this, but I need this. And it's that kind of full disclosure communication that you and I mm-hmm. use all the time. And mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how useful it is because when the other person... Like, look, first of all, if you're just starting to do this, she's going to push back and go, yes, you are being petty. So you have to, and she's going to do it probably. I don't know her, but I'm going to guess just human nature. She's going to lash out. She's going to use your um, very vulnerable talk as a way to, (laughs) to give you a little bit of a jab. Know that, like, get past that. Like, you guys will develop the communication style over time. You'll come to really respect that. So don't lash back out. Like, this is how humans work. So, you're going to lower your defenses, you're going to get slapped in the face for it. And you have to know that it's a great long term strategy. And so, take the slings and arrows now, invest in her, show her how you want her to respond in the future, so that when she then hopefully one day tries the tactic as well, you don't hit her back you start respecting it and this stuff takes time but then over time that she's really going to see whoa like this this is awesome i don't have to pretend and when i don't know why i'm feeling something i can say i don't know why i'm feeling it but this feeling is so real and so you can process through that together get past the pettiness, get past the insecurity, um, always talk in a disarming manner, not take the swipes at each other. But if that's what you need, you need to, to vocalize it and process through it and invite her into that so that it, it isn't this stalemate where you're both just sort of off in your angry corners because that's where some of this, the, the while you may need to take that time and that can be very useful, um, when you keep going apart, 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 and never do the vulnerable, just sort of full disclosure communication. You never get to that point where you feel like you can really trust what the other person is saying. And when you own that like, this is coming from a place of insecurity, pettiness, whatever, that when you say this isn't coming from that place and the other person thought that it was, that it's like, okay, he's always been honest. There's no reason to think suddenly in this moment that they're gonna double down on a strategy that I never see them use. So maybe they really are coming from a different place.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And in this situation, I guess with us, a lot of the time we'll say, um, you know, if let's say I've upset you or you've upset me. I didn't mean to. That wasn't my intention in um, hurting you. So I apologize for that. But we also do. But I'm not sorry for my intention. And my intention was this. When it's a value clash. When it's a value clash. Yeah. Like I because one thing we don't ever do is apologize if we don't mean it. Correct. Um, and that is very powerful because the second you just say you're sorry to make the other person feel better, you're just sweeping it under the rug, right? And you talk very eloquently about it being dust settling. Um, I think if you're just apologizing to get to stop the conversation because, oh my God, I don't want to hear it again. Yes, fine, I'm sorry. And then you go off, like the dust is settling. You are not wiping that slate clean. And so we never say to each other, we're sorry if our, like, so we'll say, Hey, I'm sorry I upset you, but this was my intention, and this is what I mean, and I'm not sorry for feeling like this, um, and that's very strong. And sometimes we've come to a head where you know I may be looking for an apology, and you're like, "Look, I'm not sorry for having this opinion." So then we'll kind of just then go deeper, and I'll say, "Well, the reason why I think I'm looking for an apology is because." Of this, 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 and this. And so I get where you're coming from, but it didn't make me feel good. And so, okay, maybe because I don't feel good, I'm using that. That's like a defense mechanism for me. And we kind of like peel back the onion. Mm.
1: Yeah. Collisions of values, they're tough. Yeah, They're tough. And it is so tempting because there's also, it's so tempting to sweep it under the rug. And it it gets very difficult because um, like... It's a dangerous conversation to have when you're either you're saying, I'm sorry I made you feel that way. Right. Which can actually set people on edge, can really wind them up because you're not apologizing for the behavior, which is actually what they're pissed about. Right. So you have to explain that. Look, I fully respect that we just don't agree at a value system level. So I'm not saying your values are wrong, but I'm very much saying that they're not mine. And so I'm gonna act in accordance with my values at all times, and so let's have like, the conversation about how do we come to terms with the fact that neither of us are convinced about the other person's value system. So the very easy conversation for us to give as an example is um, I think tidiness borders on uselessness and it's very real to you and that it has tremendous value to the way that it makes you feel and all of that so not in in the 17 years that we've been together we've never been able to compel the other person with our arguments so we're just we're never going to get there but still because like we both have these really strong opinions about it we've had to find a way to coexist so that we're not just constantly bumping into each other over that and so you have to have those conversations as well to figure out sort of what the the dmz is on these the issues you know what i mean so it's like um i don't leave my stuff laying around and then sometimes as an act of service and an emotional gift to you i will tidy up not because i value it because I want to give you a gift that you will well receive. Mm -hmm. And then you receive that gift and you say, oh my God, don't think I didn't notice that you cleaned up last night. Like, thank you so much.
0: Because I know your language is verbal.
1: Right, words of appreciation. So that is really important because if if you didn't acknowledge it, if you said, well, that's, you should clean up, Right. right? That if after all the talks that we had, you were still just like, but you should be doing that. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't received as a gift. And I'd be like, well, fuck this. I'm Why not doing it. Why am I going to do it? Yeah. Right. Because it is a gift. Because it shouldn't have to be, you know, like, it shouldn't have to be tidied up. So Yeah, positive that is super...
0: reinforcement. Like, people do that all the time. Well, of course you should. You should pull your weight. Well, of course. Like, there is no should. To me, it's every day we are working together as a team to to really accomplish what we need to, or want to do. And we have our morals, we have our beliefs and we need to support them. So even if you don't believe that the house should be tidy, it is important to me. And so if it's important and you then show like, okay, I hear you coming back at like at you going, yeah, see, well, you should have done that. Right. It's not going to encourage you, and I know that. So instead, because I know that your words of appreci- you know, your language is words of appreciation, I'm going to remember that and say, I really did appreciate that he cleaned up today because I know it's not normally you, mm. because I know that would be the last thing you would think about. So the fact that you stopped, thought about me, and said, Okay, my baby, you know, is feeling overwhelmed. I'm going to show her that I recognize that and you clean. My appreciation back is saying, thank you for thinking of me. Thank you for acknowledging that you recognize that I'm feeling overwhelmed. It's not like, thank you for tidying, right? It's almost like the, the result is, uh, sorry, the cleaning is a result of the fact that you had acknowledged what emotion I'm going through. And so I want to encourage that because I want you to do it again. Like there's no secret or surprise to that. And we're very honest with each other because it's like, look, you want me to keep doing it. This is how you get me to do it. Right. Awesome. Now I know. Reward behavior you want more of. Yeah, you're giving me the keys to the kingdom.